You said we're gonna do something to your brain. Hello and welcome to Dead Air 9. This time we're talking about men, manly men, and other men. Venus and colonizing it. And of course, Ben Shapiro. Got stuff to say about Ben Shapiro, Christina? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Go. Yeah. Um, yep. So yesterday, published. We published your. Um, we filmed these on Saturdays. Yep. Yeah. That's right. We filmed these on Saturdays. So. Uh, <laughs> um, yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Byron Howitzer destroys Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Yesterday. What do you have to say so, about Ben Shapiro? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Shapiro. Um, well, this is my only real thought that I had in mind. Uh, is how what percentage of like Ben Shapiro viewers mm -hmm. are one like hate watching, mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. um, or like watching you know, ironically two how many people think that he's being ironic because you hear that with like Andrew Tate defenders and people like that he's being ironic. But do they think that? Um, do they think that or are they just saying that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and do they know what that means? Uh, yeah, versus... you can be ironic. Yeah, I mean, you could be ironic and not be sarcastic, right? Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I mean, you you could. Whatever. Yeah, just because when we watch, what was it, like three, his three Barbie videos. Yeah. Um, to prepare for doing the showmaster. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it was just something that kept I kept wondering about is like how much of it is played up or yeah. you know how much does he actually believe the stuff that he says I mean did he really care about the Barbie movie or is it like there was a you know an expectation that it was going to do well at the box office so you know you can get loads of views if you yeah I mean, what do you think I think that um while these people are shills um that isn't actually the primary motivation for the most successful ones because I mean, Tucker Carlson especially, he is like, I can't remember what it was, but worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Ben Shapiro, I don't know what he's worth, but I do know he lives in like a $3 million house in an exclusive part of Florida. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that Ben Shapiro could uh, probably retire like tomorrow mm -hmm. and live not just a good life, like the life his, he and his wife has become, have become accustomed to. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just think, like, with Tucker Carlson, with Ben Shapiro, with Andrew Tate, it starts to be about, you know, you made your money, but now what? Mm -hmm. You know, I want my impact. I mm -hmm. want my voice out there. Yeah. Like, why it. Why did Tucker Carlson get kicked off Fox and then start his Twitter thing? Yeah. He didn't need the money, did he? Got plenty of money, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, well, that's, um, I guess that's the core of what my question is. Like, what is the truth in terms of what they believe and our... Yeah, you know, like I, like I, I imagine that yeah, like they do. Okay, if you believe something and then you're rewarded for that belief consistently, is that reinforcing it or do you genuinely already have such a strong belief? Like, here's the core of my question as well. Um, this is still the question. This is also it. Yeah. Yeah. I need more coffee. Um, no. Uh, why does Ben Shapiro care so much about? Um, gender roles, for example. Okay. Like, does he, why does he give a shit? Yeah, okay, well actually I don't think he does that much. I think that probably, uh, probably what we're seeing in play is 
like people like Shapiro, you know, with with Andrew Tate, it's more a compulsion. Mm. Uh, but Shapiro is kind of more forward thinking, and with with most of them, I think that they are sincere in their beliefs, but what their beliefs are are kind of a little less palatable than what they say. Mm. But they do sincerely believe in, I, I you know, whether they have a crystal clear image of what they want mm. is another thing. Mm-hmm. But they do believe in a kind of, I, I don't know, like a fantasy Gilead light, even. Right, maybe yeah. Maybe not that extreme. Yeah. But, it, you know, all of this is just part of the real problem, which is they all believe that the ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. Because the, mean, the ends are, you know, this is what God wants. Mm-hmm. The, the stakes couldn't be higher. Right. So so if we have to lie and massage the facts mm-hmm. and, you know, occasionally be a bit dog whistly, well, that's not great. But if it means ushering in God's will, then it's worth it. Mm, yeah. That's why they're dangerous. You mean like Shapiro, like specifically, like, because I don't think Tate actually believes anything to do. Oh, with no, that. I don't think. T- no, yeah. I was talking more about the kind of. um, oh, what, what would you call it? The kind of the more uh, premeditated. Mm. Types, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shapiro, Peterson, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyone who's ever breathed the same air as Peter Thiel. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Don't forget to brock the vote. Brock the vote. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Um, uh, yeah. So, was that your question? Was there a question? I guess. More like prompts. How? Start talking. Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, I was wearing an onion around my belt, which was the style at the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, how sincere... You know, I, I think that there is probably a really complicated transformation that goes on where, you know, I think... Okay. I think that... Wow, I'm going to really go on a ramble here. I think that, like, uh, I actually think Tolkien got it spot on with Lord of the Rings, the idea of the ring and it being irresistible, mm-hmm. the power being irresistible. Yeah, sure. And, um, but people are obviously still constrained in reality. You know, Ben Shapiro knows he's not going to be the president. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate knows he's not actually going to secede from Romania and start Tateland. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, how can you exercise power as a, as someone who isn't, you know, born into the political class, as someone who isn't, you know, a billionaire able to actually, like, rub shoulders with people in power and influence things? Mm. You try and get your voice out, you try and get your voice heard. And, you know, a huge part of that journey, you know, your journey on fame, you know, on fame of going from nothing to like, now people know me and Mm -hmm. I'm Googled and Mm -hmm. people are actually coming up to me and saying, what do you think about this? Mm -hmm. And they will listen to me. I think that, you know, that is usually combined at the beginning with, and I can make money from this. Oh, and I can actually make a lot of money from this. I think a lot of people start pretty... Um, pretty kind of small in their aspirations, like what? So I can I can go on YouTube and I can I can make enough money to live, and I don't have to have a shit job. It was definitely a factor for me. Like, well, I don't have to I don't have to work in an office or 
mm-hmm. or even a factory, and yeah. I can do this, and it's kind of fun. Yeah. And then you get to the point of like, well, now I want to buy three houses. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and I get then you. you get to the point where money doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe like and... um, like small concessions along the way, you know, that seem justified. Yeah, it's I mean. all baby like, steps, isn't if it? If I just, you know, I mean, I do think that, you know, um, I don't know, whatever it is, like, marriage should be between a man and a woman. Now, it's not a big leap to then take that, you know, just a, just a little, just make it just a little bit more extreme, you know, and then, well, that's got a good reaction. Marriage should just more. be men. I guess what I'm saying is, like, yeah, there's definitely not a load of money to be made in trying to be, like, reasonable. I suppose not. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. Anything else I mean about Ben Shapiro? No, but I'm a different know. type of extreme, though. I'm extremely reasonable. <laughs> yeah, right. Extremely. I will enforce reasonableness with... <laughs> An iron fist. Like, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> searing belligerence. Yeah. Like, shut down and listen to that Nazi! <laughs> right, now you tell him why he's a knobhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Hmm. I don't know if I believe that though. Yeah. Um. What were? What were we talking what were, about? I was going to say, what were the products that he was selling again on his, on the Barbie thing? Ex- Express VPN. Express VPN. Mm-hmm. Pillows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pillows. Um, by Gold. Um. Yeah. Are, cons- are conspiracy theorists into pillows? That's not my pillow. Because it wasn't my pillow. What do you think about it? Right. If you if you were going to nebulize a chemical agent, right, a pillow would be a great vehicle. Right. (laughs) I think if you look, I think actually you'll find that all of the big pillow manufacturers, you know, Zinus, etc., they're actually all owned by DARPA shell companies. Mm -hmm. It's all about. And the New World Order. They're all owned by the New World Order. They're all owned by the New World Order. No, not that. Advertising pillows. Right, when you walk up to like a federal building, you'll see the federal agents outside. They'll, they'll have a little badge on, and they'll see you come in, and they'll quickly change the badge so it doesn't say New World Order anymore. New World Order. It just says pillows. FBI. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, one thing I was going to say about Shapiro uh, was he's interesting in that um, I think his brand of misogyny is, I, w- I mean, definitely not unique or anything, but kind of, like, obscure in a way. Uh, I remember talking to... Uh, I remember talking to someone, like, in my early 20s, and he was, like, 40-something. And he was, like, a very intelligent, sort of academic type. And... I never read anything by him that would come across as misogynistic. I remember talking about, like... Uh, I, I can't remember, just something to do with women in power and him saying, like, women have enough power. Yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. And, um... Right. Yeah, and... So, yeah, that kind of leads me back to... So that leads me to Ben Shapiro, and I... I you know, there's many reasons that people are misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, not least just the way they're raised. Mm-hmm. But also, I think that, you know, a lot of it is to do with internal conflict. Isn't mm-hmm. it all? And yeah, and sometimes that's that's about you know yeah I, I want to be a woman, but I'm born in a conservative family, and not that it matters. Oh, but now people are having 
sex changes, gender changes. It's becoming more acceptable. And now, like, I, and now yeah. I could do it, but but you yeah. know, I you know, I think that that is a bit of it, but not with him. With him, I don't think it's. I'm not saying like all misogynists are, you know, kind of people who wish they were brave enough to be transgender or anything. I get what you're saying, yeah. But I do think that is actually a non-zero number. I think that, yeah, I mean, just even, I think I see what you're saying. Um, and just even kind of more subtle than that, like, uh, and, you know, I'm not saying this about Ben Shapiro or about anyone, but... Shapiro, Shapiro. Um, Shapiro, Shapiro. Um, but, like, I definitely, while watching that stuff was like, did Ben Shapiro like really want to play with Barbies when he was little, but was told you can't do that because that's not what boys do. There's almost like a, mm. again, I'm not talking really about him specifically, just I often wonder if like there are dudes out there who are upset about the really, um, really in a lot of ways like misandrist um, social expectations about them being men. Do you know what I mean? Like being upset about that and flipping it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know, I don't know. Like, you were saying as well, like, uh, you know, that it's interesting that they're... Well, why don't you tell about, um... I, I think what my 40-year-old lonely friend kind of meant with women have enough power was I, I don't... Like, looking back, I don't actually think he meant, like, women have enough positions in government I think he meant socially mm -hmm. and I think that's what Ben thinks whether he would say it or not mm -hmm. I think that he and I, I think as well that is actually kind of a misogynistic fantasy of this idea mm -hmm. of a woman because really when they, when they talk about it they're always talking about like an attractive 20 something yeah, year old it, woman it's often like um like women can have sex with anybody that they want yeah women, you see that in like the incel like, yeah hot, stuff. hot women like, can like yeah and i mean yeah assuming they want to assuming they want to yeah like not everybody is but that's what they want if they were a woman yeah, uh, well, it's I mean, just more like the, the anger of like, I wish that I could just get laid to whoever I wanted whenever I wanted, or... I definitely you know, that think that, I don't know, most, but a lot of 20-year-old dudes, if they could have sex with anyone, like if, if for some reason, like, women were just, like, incredibly attracted, they'd have sex with loads of women. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of like they think that w that is what women have. Yeah, right. There's no ugly women or socially awkward women or women with disabilities or... You know, yeah, well, they don't I, count. I we're not talking about them. I know they don't count. That's not what we're really mad about. We're mad about supermodels don't want me. That's how it comes across. Again, I'm not talking. It's not about supermodels about don't want me. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. It's no one wants me as much as people want them. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Is there a bug in my hair? A bug just bug. landed on your head. Yeah, it's that time of year. Oh, I got the queen. Um, uh, mm -hmm. it's that time of year when bugs breed in my hair. I'm saying that it's not about, like, I want to be a woman. It's like, I want that power, mm -hmm. that fantasized power being of being wanted and a Gal Gadot walking in a room and everybody going, oh, wow, yeah. tall and beautiful. And, you know, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I don't think it's like they want to be beautiful. They just want that adoration, yeah, that right. perceived adoration. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting stuff, and um, and then I think, as I was saying to you, I think like another part 
I, I think it's all to do with. Yeah, I think it's all to do with how people feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, like what I was saying about identity, you know, being so strong, like powerful to people, and um, I was talking about like you know, like thinking about like um, like Gamergate, and, like uh, like specific sets of dudes being like very mad that women play video games. You know, is like that what Gamergate was? Like, uh, well, I can't even. I can't even fucking remember, but there are definitely dudes out there still who, like, um, think of video games as like women or like men only spaces, and, and we know this like because of are, Twitter. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So, so, so it, it, it could be, be a based tiny, on absolutely nothing. It, well, it yeah. could, it could be, it could be, you know, I mean, it could be a tiny minority of men. Yeah, like it that. totally could. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just very vocal ones. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, I don't think anyone's like feeling the need to go on Twitter and be like, men and women and other can all play games and be happy. Like, why do you need to write that? Why do you need to write that? Because this is normal. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a very fair point. Yeah, yeah, just a very specific group. Of men people and women and other might like Mario angry. too. Yeah, yeah, that's my type. <laughs> that's how you type. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how you type. Not like that. This is how you type. Christina, write this down. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> I will now orate. <laughs> yeah. Lao. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a lot of factors that, you know, lead into the way people are the way they are. I just, the big question for me is just like, I don't know. I just, I can't... Okay, well, I, to answer your your question, I think, I don't think Ben Shapiro is searingly angry about Barbie, but I do think he is searingly angry. Mm. Right, yeah. Yeah, I get you. I mean, like, sometimes during watching them, like, you, he almost comes across like he's trying to hide a smile, like he thinks it's funny. Well, he knows you know, that and, he's yeah. going to get the reaction he did. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, the reason to do I mean, it. I mean, yeah. I mean, we made so much money. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Quick, somebody, go buy me some Barbie dolls so I can burn them at the beginning. And then I'll say I just got back from the cinema, even though it's clearly like 10 a.m. That's the best time to go to the cinema. 10 a.m. <laughs> no, true story. Yeah. No way. That's yeah. the worst time of day. Yeah. Maybe it's more of an evening thing. Just don't go to the cinema. I mean, uh, um, it reminds me, uh, I saw in the last Dead Air, someone asked if we're going to go see Oppenheimer and talk about it. Because they said that they just went to see Oppenheimer and they came back and felt like they just saw a three-hour trailer for Oppenheimer. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> I just saw that this morning. I was like, I'll share that with George. And then you go, okay, and then you go and see Oppenheimer and it's actually a nine-hour film, which is a trailer for like a 21-part series. Yeah. 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 Uh, to answer your question now, it takes a lot to get us to, out to the cinema nowadays. I'll, I, watch, I I'll watch it on streaming. I would see it. I'll, yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, but do you want to... No. Take the trip and everything. I will say this. We saw two movies mm -hmm. at the cinema in the last... Fucking bugs. In the last, um, like, year and a half. Uh, and you know what? That theater that's closest to us that we went to, pretty decent. It was, like, five bucks for a movie ticket each at, like, 6 p.m. Yeah, but the image was bleeding over the cinema screen. But that that happened at the motherfucking um, Galaxy or whatever that we went to. And I won't go back to that either. I know, but it was like $13 a person there and like $10 for a bottle of water and shit. This place, they had 
popcorn, sodas. That was it. And it was like $2 for a large popcorn, $2 for a soda, that's all we sell, $5 for your ticket. So this is, yeah, the picture is shit like every other theater, but pretty good. There was also like 20 people there, which I really liked. Could be less, but that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, um, we went to see, uh, on Halloween, Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was really cheap, too. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And what else? Very it's been very there. cheap for you recently. Got any good <laughs> deals at the supermarket? <laughs> God, no. No. Not really, no. I did get some, a uh, really good deal on some bacon recently. I'm begging you, turn it off. <laughs> Alright, anything else to say about Ben Shapiro? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me either, really. Just, he why, is five foot nine. Why are you so mad? You keep going on about it. He's taller than me. Uh, I'm five foot I, two. I know, I, I remember you were like, they say he's five foot nine, here's a video or something of him being like, I'm five foot nine, and a dude says, I'm foot five foot nine, and they stand five, next I'm, to each I'm other. I'm nine foot five. And they were the same height. If he's five foot nine, he has a massive fucking head. Uh, I only noticed because doing the um, the little images for the video, I had to like resize your head so much to cover his. Well, I have a pinhead. And uh, you have a pinhead. Hardly. I do. I have a very small head. No, you don't. Whatever. It's appropriately sized. What did you, What did you think about Ben Shapiro and his uh, identical twin? His identical twin. Brett. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The you really say about that? Girl. 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 Um, the girl that was doing this throughout. Oh, did you hear that? Do, you, um, do your that, face. No, that's do, all I really remember. Do your face. Her. Really? Yeah. All right, listen to this. I don't know why it does that. feels good. Cerebral fluid. Well, my leg isn't popping when I lift my knee up slightly, George. Maybe it does. <laughs> I love your high kicks. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, what did you have to say about her? Just I thought, nothing really about her. I just thought it was interesting, uh, telling, and interesting that uh, they brought her on. Like Ben Shapiro talks to uh, what's her name, Brett Cooper. It's like some like, so I, some rich Brett, kid name. Yeah, like yeah, like a, a <laughs> Brett Tanner Fletcher Cooper. <laughs> yeah, Fletcher. Um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that they brought her on, like Ben Shapiro, online personality talks to another online personality about this. Didn't mention anywhere that she works for the Daily Wire. Yeah, I guess the, I'm assuming that and people who watch his stuff and the other people that are on Daily Wire would know that. But it, it is it, it's always fascinating to me to watch people talk to their bosses. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. Which is what was going on. She was yeah. extremely dif differential and submissive. Yeah, and uh, I mean, was she like nineteen? Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and yeah, like I say. It's interesting when you see people, other people chew each other out and like, who's the, who's most humiliated by that? Mm -hmm. The 20 year old who he, he made bow to him or him for doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It was weird. Um, it really reminded me of like, um, maybe it's still like this, but 
uh, Fox News, um, like... I've heard of that. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Um, where they used to have, like, you'd have, like, um, the Bill O'Reilly show, and he'd be like, now I'm going to interview a liberal, and it's, like, somebody that works for Fox that just calls themselves a liberal. Oh, I think you're going to say, and then it cuts is... to a homeless man going, <laughs> <laughs> No, it'll be somebody that's employed by them, or is, like, a regular, yeah. you know, um, speaker on, like, uh, on Fox, you know, shows. Yeah. And all they do is agree with the person on the show. Be like, well, I don't know, because I'm a liberal, I think maybe this. But you're right, you're right. Because it's like a fake opposition. You know that's what I mean? my reason for thinking this is because I am a liberal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. It just reminded me of that, you know. Like, yeah. we need somebody to fill this blank who can, like, say, oh, well, I, liked, I'm a girl, I, I liked the Barbie I liked movie. I liked it. But also, I agree with every single point you're making. Somehow. For the most part. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Continue. Um. Yeah. So something less obnoxious for the next one. Um. Some things that we watched in the last two weeks since we weren't here mm -hmm. last week for dinner. Mm -hmm. Um. I got Dungeons and Dragons: Den of Thieves. Dungeons and Dragons: Den of Thieves is a uh, huge trailer for Dungeons and Dragons merchandise everywhere, but it surprised us in that it was actually pretty good. Yeah. It was basically a. I mean, set in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, kind of like a medieval adventure caper mm -hmm. heist yeah. movie. It's like it a was heist movie in the Dungeons and Dragons universe. Yeah. Obviously aimed at kind of like the family audience. It was, um, it was pretty well done. It was, yeah. you know, it was not original in any way. It, you know, yeah, it was, it's a corporate movie tie-in. But as they yeah. go, it was all right. And yeah, we. I, I mean, I kept seeing Tim Pine um, was good. Chris Pine. Chris Every Pine. Time. You got it that time. Um, like, I saw ads for them, um, like, on YouTube and stuff, and was like, man, are they making a Dungeons & Dragons movie? Because I remember the last time they tried that. Maces sure & Monsters is a far-out game. Uh, was that the one I'm thinking of? I don't know. Did the it involve a Walter Matto-type detective asking questions such as, where's the paladin? What's a paladin? Um, is this I a don't paladin? think so. I'm I think the, one, the one with Jeremy Irons and Thora Birch that was, like, absolutely awful. Oh, we're watching that today then. Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Thora Heard? I'm the old about, lady I'm in Last of the Birch. Summer Wine. Why would she be in a film with Jeremy Irons? She's like ninety-five. I see you're doing a bit. Okay. <coughs> Who's Thora Birch? Um, the girl that was in American Beauty. That does ring a bell. Um, whose father was like a porn star and her agent and was really awful on set. Yeah, I do and remember now. Her career okay. kind of died. And he I thought she was a good actor. He was really but, inappropriate, right? Uh, like, like explaining how to film his daughter's breasts during the movie and stuff like that, yeah. That's what I read anyway. Who yeah. knows the real truth of it, but. See, so you could rescue it there where it cuts to him going, don't. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, you know. Through the back of my hand. Right. So, yeah, they made... Okay. Um, and that? Jeremy Irons was in it sometime in the 90s. Oh. I can't remember. Okay. That's the last one that I remember seeing, and it was dreadful. Have you um, ever seen Mazes and Monsters? It's Tom Hanks' first movie, I think. Uh, have not seen that. No. Is that a D&D &D thing as well? It's an anti-D&D &D thing. Is it? That's why they don't call it Dungeons and Dragons. They call it Mazes and Monsters. Yeah, it's about... I think Tom Hanks... I have seen it at least twice. Although it was with Damien, so, you know, mm -hmm. I can't remember that well. I see. <laughs> but um, I think Tom Hanks becomes obsessed with not Dungeons and Dragons and then, like, murders his friend 
because he thinks he's actually a cleric or something. And it's kind of like part of this. It's unironically like satanic panicky. Okay. It's no, rubbish I'm... as well. I mean, the name sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. No. Mazes and Monsters hmm. is a far out game. Okay. That's the quote that stays with me. Also, I think Tom Hanks has a great bit in it where he, like, they obviously should have done another take. He's like 20. Like, he's, you know. But he says, I want to play a warlock. And it sounds like he's got socks in his mouth. But I could be thinking of another one. Okay. This is informative in no way. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's a film I saw once. Yeah. Might have been Tom Hanks. Might have been Steve Buscemi. Well, Definitely. It might not have even been a white man. We'll look into this. It might not be in yeah. a movie. Um, um, but yeah, I saw the commercials for it and was like, man, are they doing that again? Like another one of those? Because that last one that I saw was absolutely awful. Um, and I haven't really heard people talk about this. Not that I look for it. And then it was out on streaming and we were like, oh, I bet this will be dumb. Let's check it out. Mm. Um, I thought it'd be like a, Ro a Robin Hood, you know, twen was it 2018 sort of Robin Hood? Like, I thought yeah. it'd be condescending and mm. right. kind of dumb. Okay, see, I was expecting like... Um, because it's D and D, like expecting like, I don't know, like a really generic story mm. about you know, evil king. I mean, it was fairly generic. Like, it just hit all the right beats in the right ways. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, I thought it was pretty enjoyable for like a family adventure movie. Yeah, a safe movie, but yeah. you know, it made me laugh a number of times. Yeah. Hugh Grant is uh, in it as, I suppose, like an exaggerated version of Hugh Grant. Mm -hmm. And there's a genuine, it made me laugh, there's a bit where there's a hot air balloon like going around above the town and it's just an enormous image of his grinning face. Yeah, that was very that funny. That was yeah. very funny. Yeah. There were a number of bits that like really got me chuckling, yeah. Um, the fat dragon really did it for me. Oh yeah. Um, you're like in a cave and there's a dragon in here and it comes out and it's like huge. It's like, Ugh. Yeah. It's just like rolling around and like sliding down stuff like, ah. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that. Cocaine dragon. I enjoyed the, um, Chris Pine is like a bard, and the bit oh, where, yeah. where he distracts, um, they're trying to sneak into like the castle or whatever. And he, so your mage lad does some does a little projecting. Yeah, he, he does like a hologram of Chris Pine yeah. singing on his, you know. On his lute. On his lute. And then the spell like starts fading and his head just starts melting and it was really funny. It's a really fun effect. Because you didn't know either no. that it was a like some kind of hologram. So when it happened, it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. And yeah, and Chris Pine turns around and he's like, I think they're getting suspicious. Yeah, it's very... It's yeah. Very like light and funny. Yeah, simple. And um, the effect of his eye like starting to, out. starting to slowly <laughs> protrude. Like it's going to pop. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was yeah. intense. Very funny. Um... um yeah, I, I liked it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was um, not expecting it. So oh, that, that reminds me, actually, um, just to quickly say, I saw that Baldur's Gate 3 is out, which is based in the D&D universe. Mm -hmm. And I know that people really liked Baldur's Gate 2. Mm -hmm. It's not really my sort of game. But I saw that with Baldur's Gate 3 that they've made a point of having no DLC or micro or microtransactions. No yeah. in-game purchases. Maybe there'll be DLC, mm. but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Just thought that was worth mentioning. That's cool, yeah. Um, yeah. I played one of them and was like, thought it was lame, but that was a long time ago. I think I only played like the beginning. Isn't it one of those games where no one is actually sure if there ever was a first one? Kind of like, like Street Fighter 2. Um, that had a, that had a predecessor which was completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it, Mountain Blade 2, 
Crusader Kings 2. Uh, like, Crusader yeah, Kings right. 1 is... is <laughs> oh, yeah, I get you. It's like Minesweeper compared to Crusader Kings 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right. Is it like that? Um, System Shock 2? I don't know, to be honest. Godfather uh, 2. I think I was probably, like, I don't know, like a teenager or something mm. when I played whichever one I played, and I was like, this is boring. Why this is, is every, Why is everything you brown? This is woke. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> this is woke. Yeah. Um, why is everything brown? Every, I'm, I'm not joking. Like, everything is brown. Wasn't that all 90s games? And, like, like, why am I in a sewer for so long? You know. You wouldn't have liked the original Fallout games. Yeah, maybe not. Sewer level's always the worst. Yeah. Boring. Can you think of a game where sewer levels are good? Um... Shit. Uh... Hmm. Alright, we'll mull on that. Um, I... Was it one of the Resident Evils where you go down in a sewer... With the alligator. And, yeah, like the giant alligator. I think that was... Fun. I recall. 12-year-old me thinking, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Can you think of one? What's a good sewer level in a game? Hmm. No, I can't think of one. Well, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Another Chris Pine movie. Oh, yeah. The Contractor. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about a man who comes around and takes down all the supporting walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you want to explain The Contractor? God, if I can, I was having trouble paying attention. Um... Chris Pine, uh, former, some kind of military dude. He's a, okay, I'll just do it. She... You do it. I was cooking dinner while Jesus. we were watching it, so I was like. Uh, Chris Pine is a um, special forces, super army soldier, sergeant. Mm -hmm. He's a sergeant in, uh, at like Fort Bragg, and he gets kicked out of the military because he's uh, got a previous knee injury and he's illicitly taking like human health, human health, human growth hormone mm -hmm. and stuff like that, which you're not meant to do. Mm -hmm. um, and he gets kicked out. So he ends up joining uh, a private military company uh, who send him and his friend Ben Foster to Berlin to assassinate a Syrian descended German citizen who is potentially making chemical weapons mm -hmm. or something or biological weapons mm -hmm. uh, and they're obsessed with taking him out, stealing his data and burning his lab down and uh, they do that and things go wrong because they're clueless mm -hmm. and then uh, then it turns out they've been betrayed by their PMC mm -hmm. uh, headed by Kiefer Sutherland uh, for no reason other than to keep costs down um, I think. You mean why they were betrayed? Yeah. Yeah, it, that was really not clear to me why he chose him, why you couldn't yeah. just have like some some random street person murder the scientist who's just like, who's just kind of walking around Berlin. And then <laughs> Chris Pine goes back to America and takes down Kiefer Sutherland and his three bodyguards. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the entire PMC unit. The entire like HQ, people. yeah. <clears throat> In a house. So, I, I yeah, it was interesting because I thought, like, is it is it sort of trying to be born? Mm -hmm. It had that, that sort of element of getting betrayed. and mm -hmm. But then it all sort of tied itself up and... Yeah. It, it came across as a big, big mess. 
Yeah, which is a shame because it, it had Ben Foster in it, who's yeah. really good. Yeah. I like Kiefer Sutherland. I like Kiefer Sutherland. I think he's great, yeah. yeah. You did more Ben Foster and Kiefer Sutherland, for yeah. sure. And I like Chris Pine as well. Yeah, I like Chris Pine as well. Poppy yeah. Bard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it came across kind of like it was almost trying to, I suppose, like serve the Tom Clancy fans mm-hmm. of being, you know, kind of hyper real in the way it handled things, but it wasn't that at all. It it was really bad. Like, uh, um, they go to okay. Well, firstly, I mean, the whole premise is wrong. Like, so they go to Berlin to kill this guy uh, because he's got links to Al Qaeda, is what they say. Or this is it the, ta- the Taliban? I no, it's Al Qaeda. Okay, yeah. This is twenty twenty two. He's got links to Al Qaeda. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're going to send three Americans to Berlin with like M4s with suppressors, like military-grade hardware, like military-grade grade night vision. So if they get caught, like, this is this looks really bad. Mm-hmm. We're going to send them there, and we're going to get them to go into his lab, burn it down, mm-hmm. but also make it look like an industrial accident where they have to kill him by injecting him with H1N1. Yeah. But also, to get into the lab, they held up the guard to use his thumbprint. Yeah, like, so the guards, the guards are going to be like, I don't know, I didn't see anything. Yeah, what happened to him? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The way you do it, right, is you send a couple of breaking and entering guys who have an auto lockpick. It's a really simple tool. SWAT uses it. You can buy them. American lockpicks, any tumbler lock, get through it in seconds. Mm. Right? They're professional. They've got all that kit. Right? They're not fucking Americans. You ring your German cell up. Mm. They send those dudes around, they break in, they do it every day, mm-hmm. they're not going to fuck it up, they break in, they wait in his house, and then when he comes back in, they throw him down the stairs and kill him, mm-hmm. and it looks like he fell down the stairs, and they leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, you don't walk, you don't break into his lab with, like, people with, like, guns like that. Yeah, there was like, a lot of stuff that? that did not make any sense. Do you remember when there was, like, a firefight in, like, the downtown streets of Berlin for, like, 15 minutes and just no police ever showed up? Is It'd be like an international be? incident. Yeah, I feel like they'd be there in like a second. Yeah. 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 It was weird. I, I think so. Yeah. And no one can hit anything. Yeah, there's They're always that, They're all marine, yeah. ex-marines. But... Yeah. But then there would be bits where like you see like dudes in like a SWAT formation that looks like pretty good. Yeah. Like a second. And then you see a cartoon blood spray. Yes. And you're like, was that, did that come from that person's head? It was over here and so they... like, you know, it looked like a, like a built-in effect, like... Yeah, like yeah. The, the bit at the end with Ben Foster where he kills those three, I guess, bodyguards of Keith Sutherland. Yeah. He just gets out of his car, they know him, and they're not expecting him to shoot them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's done really well. It's done in one shot, and he, like, shoots yeah. two of them. Three, like, in a row. And then the third guy gets yeah. up and runs, and he shoots him in the back of the head. Yeah, and it's all just, like, the camera just pans, like, with it, and I was like, yeah. that looks really good. And yeah. then, ben Fo- because Ben Foster is a uh, special forces, they only teach you this in special forces... He is fighting with Keith Sutherland with the handgun. He unloads the handgun, and then any army guy will tell you what you do then is you run forward into fire with an unloaded handgun. Yeah, out of cover. And you reload yes. <laughs> as you're running at them. They never expect yeah. that. You want to reload when you're not in cover. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah, like so. And those were like one right after the other. Yeah. Which was yeah. like, it was like, oh, that looks really. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, weird. German, and then, and German then, police are. Ro- yeah, go on. I was just going to say, um, I don't think anybody cares if we spoil this. Uh, and then when he gets... Um, don't watch it. Chris Pine gets inside, finds Kiefer Sutherland, who's been, like, shooting out the window, 
stands over him and then just shoots him in the head and then that's the end yeah of that whole scene of like that's the climax like it it was i don't know just weird it almost felt like this was super rushed do you know or yeah. maybe maybe it's based on a book or something i also they... meant to look if it's based on a book you had that thought too yeah do you want to quickly look uh yeah my phone's out there do you, okay. want me to get it? you have yours uh, what I was going to say was there's a bit where they get into a fight with German police who they're just shooting at, because why not? Mm. And... There you go. And, like, if you were a German policeman arriving in a van and the three police cars in front of you are full of bullets and surrounded by dead policemen, would you get out of the van and just run down the street? Or would you, like, get out of the van and get out of the ground and start, like, saying to other policemen, like, where are they? And, so, I don't know, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It, yeah. Okay, so I've got it here. Let's see. Um, Keep talking if you like. And then, uh, and then, on the other hand, there's a bit where, um, before Chris Pine gets involved with the PMC, um, he meets with Ben Foster, his friend, who's... who who recruits him mm -hmm. and they have like a little chat in a room and it's not like particularly like it's not like wonderful writing or anything but it feels quite different in that it gives them lots of space the edit gives them lots of space and it, you know you kind of think like oh wow I'm am I watching a real movie mm -hmm. very weird another bit where they're fighting the German police there's a shot where I think Chris Pine has a gun and he's shooting and then it cuts to almost exactly the same shot, except the camera's moved ever so slightly, and he's shooting. And I just cannot interpret that as anything other than a mistake. It is bizarre. Yeah, right. Did you find out? Not based on a book, from what I can see. I don't see anything, right. at least on Wikipedia. Based on a massive Why mess, not? then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and Eddie Marsden's in it for, like, ten seconds. Eddie Marsden. The guy who gets shot in the head when he's feeding him dinner. Oh, yeah. So you forgot um, about that, didn't the, you? Yeah. yeah, I did. The, is he a French guy? I thought he was meant to be, like, a, a marine this had happened to ten years earlier who'd survived. I thought he was meant to be, like, I thought he was meant to be American, but who'd been living in Germany so long. He was now speaking like this. Yeah, right, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he looks like... A bit of a teensy little accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was almost, like, rushed and also muddled. It was muddled. I didn't hate it, but it no. seemed like a a waste. Yeah. Especially um, with Dan Foster. Yeah, I mean, what was the point with all those, like, flashback hallucinations that Chris Pine was having of himself as a little boy? Getting tattooed. Yeah, there was that, and then there's one where he just sees himself, like, digging in the woods... Well, and, like, has a vision of his dad being like, get back here. Um, well, they kind of flirt with, you know, I kind of think like maybe the idea at one point was we're going to make a film which is about how, you know, the US army, the army, any army, disposes of its soldiers once it's done with them, mm. which is, you know, a historical through line, perhaps. But they kind of backed off on that and rather, like, yeah. blamed it all on a PMC. Well, when I was looking at the Wikipedia page, it said that, um, I just glanced in a production, it was, um, when they were making it, it had a different title, then they changed the title 
before it came out. I wonder if this has been actually like cut down a lot from something else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. Because um, it, it kept feeling like things were missing and like not explained in any way that made sense. And maybe it was originally like longer or like even like a short series or something. I have no idea. But yeah, very, yeah, very weird. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, men? Oh, yeah, men. Men. Right. Uh, what was that on? Men, men, men. What was it on? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. A movie. Channel 17. Called Men. Uh, uh-huh. Was it. What? I'm trying to think of where it was made. Or, um, because I, I didn't think it was English. I thought they said it was like, like Scottish or something. Anyway, okay. um, what's, what was Men about? New Ties. Okay. I did all that. Sure. <laughs> Okay. Um, Men is about um, a woman who uh, goes to stay at like a, I guess like an Airbnb or a rental place in the country, this big house, um, after um, they kind of make it out like she's recently divorced, but then very quickly she makes it clear that her husband is dead. Um, And then things get really creepy in this town, and it turns out every man in the town is like a creepy weirdo, mm-hmm. um, and they're all I think played by the same person in like different makeup. Well, I mean, men, it's not every I mean, ta- everybody in the town is it? The guy who serves her a pint is never in it again. Yeah, I can't recall, but it's, it definitely. Um, I kept seeing like like the like young boy, and he had like the face of like the other dude. The priest Maybe and the Airbnb it. renter. Yeah, were the uh, same, weren't they? Yeah, um, and I, yeah. Uh, and also there's a, a Spriggan. Uh, yes, there's a Spriggan in this. Yeah, there's a man who, um, I guess walks around naked and puts sticks in his face and this is meant to represent something. So I guess we were thinking that it was going to be about, like the horror story was going to be about like, this woman wants to be alone in a Airbnb after a tragedy, but the, but because she's alone, men are like, oh, she's single. Yeah, I thought it would be like a horror. And the horror would be men are creepy. Yeah, or all the... But or that the... would have been way more in- interesting than this. Or that all the creepy men in the town were part of, like, something. We kept, like, saying throughout, like, is this going to be, like, a cult or something? You know, like, what's the story here? Like, the whole town's in on it's it kind really of It's not really ever deal. explained. No, it's not ever explained at all. supernatural uh-huh. nonsense where they must have made this and then thought, we'll call it men. Because mm-hmm. then people will think it's a comment on something. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it's not. It's a generic, uh, badly acted, badly made load of shit. Very boring uh, horror movie. Fucking A24. The bit where, toward the beginning, where she's walking through the woods and then, like, down a tunnel and, like, singing into the tunnel. That felt like it went on for 40 fucking minutes. That's not how echoes work. Yeah, I know, and that's all I could think during that. That's not how echoes work. Might, might be. You're not an echo expert. Can ducks echo? Uh, what? Does a quack echo? I bet it does. Alright, you got lucky there. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, like, just... I've seen Jamie and Adam experiment on it, and it does indeed echo. The Mythbusters. I, I knew what you were thinking, yeah. Just... Okay, good. Speaking of quacking... Gotta be worse if he quacked. Yeah, it would, yeah. I don't know, the... I mean, the howls are pretty funny. How does he do it? Do it for him. When a car drives by. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, then... Uh, yep, creepy. 
and we keep getting flashbacks to her, um, I guess, pretty mentally unwell slash abusive husband who... Um, Plus somebody she, kills himself. Uh, yeah, she locked him out of their apartment and then he went to, into the apartment upstairs and tried to either tried to climb down from their balcony to the one below to hers and then fell or maybe did it intentionally it's not clear I guess it's kind of meant to be about grief or something I, I don't really know um, and then when we get to like the ending I think that that's actually what the reason for making the movie was remember the ending uh, the dudes giving birth to other dudes over and over in yeah. a yard for no reason. What a cool effect then, that was. And then the movie ends. That, so, was, that was the only... Yeah, that, that bit was really well done. The effects were really good. Yeah, but... I mean, nonsense. Yeah, but... It didn't but, make any um, sense, but... Yeah, I'm just... I'm not a... Yeah, like we were saying, like, Wouldn't I'm not be... impressed by yeah. just effects anymore. Wouldn't What's it be... the point? Yeah, I agree. Wouldn't mm. it be gross if a man gave birth to another fully grown man, feet first out of his mouth, yeah. and then having watched that, it's like, well, that's not that gross. Yeah. I mean, it's just as gross as watching, like, a calf be born or something. I mean, it was kind of hilarious to me, because, yeah. you know, like... Well, it's pathetic, Well, and it just it? kept going, and I'm like, what What are we What are we trying to say here, I guess? I, um, people get born... It was like a like a 13-year-old's attempt to shock by saying, like, a racist word or something. Yeah. You know, it was um, just, like, pathetic. Yeah. Did I say pathetic? It just very um, just made no sense at all. Didn't make me feel anything. Didn't give two shits about anything happening. And especially when you're gonna do something that I think they were trying to make it kind of like surreal. Especially where we get to the bits. It's where, easy, isn't it? Yeah, where it's like her running down a hall and then looking around, and then we see the exact same scene of her running down that hall, same hallway, and then she looks around somewhere else, and, and then she runs down the hallway again. I already saw it. And then John Cleese what is, is the run point? running. <laughs> And then people are going, and then John Cleese is running. Yeah, <laughs> way yeah. better. Yeah, didn't get the point. Um, it seemed like the point was, you were saying when we got to the ending, like I bet that they had this idea first. The babe, the, the men giving birth to men, fully grown men in a big cycle. It's as just like half an idea. House. Yeah, I mean, it kind of comes across that way. They were like, you know, wouldn't that be creepy? Well, let's write a story around that. Like, well, what should be the point? Ah, it doesn't matter. You know, I don't know. Yes, I mean, at least the human centipede, which obviously was built around the idea of there's a human centipede, at least that was actually kind of, like, gross and, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that is a horrible idea. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. like... And, like, that's the, the, the point of it. I, it comes across with the human centipede, and, and that's fine. But, like, this was just, like, the ending as well. And then what was with the dude who, like, had his had his hand like cut down through his wrist like this mm. and then kept turning into other dudes and then his cartoon hand parts were like doing this and I guess that was supposed to be scary and it just made me laugh every it, single it time. just needed a reason like what was, reason. What was going on? What's the point? Yeah. yeah um, it's like I watched a movie about a woman having a bad dream. Yeah which you can do in it you know and I do it well. That. Uh, but... You end all movies with Woody Harrelson waking up going Oh man, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just do not get it. Didn't get it, didn't get what they were trying to say, what they're trying to go for, what I was meant to be thinking or feeling or, you know, why. Um, yeah, a rather thick mixture of contempt and boredom. Yeah, which is a, an obnoxious combination. It is, yeah. yeah. It was very boring. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about that? 
No. Okay, another thing that we watched kind of recently, probably got nothing to say, Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, yeah. Every time you've mentioned it, I've always had to be like, yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me just remember. remember. Obviously, I know it's M. Night Shyamalan, and obviously I remember him being in it for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let me, it's been like two weeks since we watched it. Mm-hmm. Let me remember what it is. Um, okay, so Knock at the Cabin is about people who are trapped in a cabin? Kind of. Oh, no, I remember. Okay, yeah. Okay, I remember now. Every time for the last week I've been like, oh, we're going to mention Knock on the Cabin. You're like, what's that? I keep getting mixed up with Knock on the, Knock on the Cabin, Bird Box, and what's the other one that I was saying is that Bird Box yesterday? <sighs> a Quiet Place. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's a quiet place. Is that Bird Box? Is that no, bir- that, that's a quiet place. Yeah. Is it a Bird Box sequel? No, we've watched it. It's awful. <laughs> but everybody else loved it, apparently. Whatever. Yeah. Well, they're wrong. Yeah. I like um, the bit with the little kid getting killed by the alien at the beginning. That was that's Bird Box. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. Go on. Okay, so yeah, I do remember now. So uh, it's about um, two gay guys and their adopted daughter, I think. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a surrogate. It's know. adopted, yeah. Uh, it's adopted. She's adopted. Yeah. It's adopted. I'm pretty sure. They're two guys and its daughter uh, are. Uh, they live in a cabin in the woods happily and. Four people turn up, including Rupert Grint, uh, doing his doing his best American accent. Yeah, and um, Drax. And Drax, also yeah. doing a lot of the heavy lifting. I'd um, say all of the heavy lifting, yeah. <laughs> they arrive and they are convinced that if they don't make those three people, the two gay dads and the eight-year-old adopted daughter, choose which one of them should be should sacrifice themselves yeah, or... One of you has to kill one of kill, the other. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world is going to end. Mm-hmm. And they've had prophetic visions. Mm-hmm. And slowly as things go on, um, they it starts to all become true. Yeah, they, they're like, Something you have to like choose. That. And then when they're like, no, we're not going to do it. Then one of the four people, clearly meant to be like, I guess meant to be like representatives of like the four horsemen of the apocalypse, even though there's like no, it doesn't make any sense in terms of like them representing anything. Anyways. What, what do they say in it? The, the four aspects of humanity. Uh, yeah. Malicious, <laughs> guidance. Uh, um, you might, malicious guidance, water and rice. It was something like that, yeah. Um, something that... Uh, yeah. Completely unrelated to the, like, Four Horsemen or Revelation or whatever. You know, who cares? Um, they say you have to choose, and then people say, no, we're not going to do that. And then they kill one, each of the, like, the three horsemen kill one of the other horsemen, you know, like, by bashing their head in, and we can't see it, even though it's, uh, pretty sure it was an R-rated horror movie, I thought. Was it R-rated? I can't recall. Well, actually. if it's R-rated, it's, I don't know why. I thought we said that when we were watching it. You were like, part of the problem is this is PG-13. And I was like, it's rated R. You're like, what? For what? Is it rated R? I thought it was. Anywho. Um, yeah, it was toothless. I mean, not that I particularly wanted to see someone get their head cut off or something. but And not that that would have made the film better. Mm-hmm. But it, it did feel like, oh, right. Yeah, we didn't really... We don't even get that. Yeah. Um, there just didn't feel like there was much, you know, yeah, toothless is probably a good word, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, like all of his stuff, really. Yeah, 
you know. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so then this, they just kind of go down the line until there's like one horseman left and then, what? Be quiet, Moo. Um, how did it end? Like, one of them, we kept thinking like, okay, one of them, like each of these dudes, this couple, one of them is like, supposed to be like evil or something and I one one, I mean, one person I thought I thought they were going to do something where the the sort of more vocal dad was going to turn out to be like the serpent because he was saying he started saying things like now it doesn't matter if the whole world dies mm -hmm. we'll have each other yeah right and, yeah and things exactly. that, that yeah. could perhaps be interpreted as a parent who wants to live mm -hmm. and their daughter to live or you know, the serpent, I suppose. But it wasn't like that. No. And, um... Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, remember, um, throughout, like, while, um, like, the horsemen, I'm just gonna call them that, are, like, trying to convince them, like, this is true, and they'll be like, we had a dream that there's going to be a plague. See, look, and then turns on the TV, and it's like, there is a plague! Mm -hmm. You know? I love that in movies, where it's like... Well, they actually had a bit where it doesn't do that, though, remember? No. Yeah, you want to check on him. <laughs> Five minutes later. Uh, would you say one of the most boring Shyamalan, Shyamalan movies? Um, I mean, not contemporaneously, no. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, one of his most boring until like 2010 or something. But no, I mean, the, the last, you know, kind of his second phase uh, where, you know, he's... I mean, what he did was he, he rose, and he didn't really plateau, he dove pretty quick mm -hmm. in terms of industry reputation, how much money they were prepared to put behind him, mm -hmm. which really is all it is. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I mean, he's... Um, no, I, I, no I, I wouldn't say this was one of the most boring ones. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd say that the... Uh, I'd say old was very boring. Okay. Old, yeah, and I'd say that the one... Oh God! I've seen it twice. The one in a cat, the ca a cabin in the woods with Grandpa, Granddad. Oh, I forgot that one existed. Yeah, um, yeah about um, the one that makes it like dead obvious what the whole point is at the very beginning. Yeah, you're going to see your grandparents. I won't be going with you while I drop you off with them, but you're going to your grandparents' house and you've never seen them. And it turns out they're not their grandparents. <laughs> There's some old people that escaped from a mental hospital and killed their grandparents. Yeah, like, it's like too so obvious. It's almost as dumb as Shutter Island. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, I don't think Shyamalan has made anything worth talking about since Lady in the Water. Mm -hmm. Well, two thousand seven. Yeah, let me say this. Uh, I think for me, old was almost funny bad. It was like bordering on it because it was so stupid, like the premise and stuff. It gave, and it gave me it. some chuckles. Uh, oh, and the cool savior at the end. Cool. Is he like a security guard or some shit? I can't recall. Oh, I learned some fucking acting lessons, my notch. Just, yeah, just don't be in your own movie. Just don't, well, I'm, no, I be, don't be in them. Just act. Yeah. Just act. Yeah, nothing will ever beat his lady in the water part, though. The savior of humanity. What's next? Um, oh, yeah, mer people. I don't know if I have a lot to say about that, actually. Other no. Than, you know... That was something. It's yeah. about people who um, like to dress as mermaids and swim about. 
for various reasons. Some of them want to be entertainers. Yeah. I think it's mainly what it's about. People wanting to do it for a living. I mean, yeah. definitely what the documentary was about was people wanting to do it for a living. Yeah. I don't... I mean, it came across as sad. Uh, yeah. And... Um, not, I mean, not even that weird, really. Like, if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah, whatever, do whatever. Whatever, um, yeah. but, but, but kind of sad. It, it especially got sad as you continue where, like, the one main girl who's like, I want to do this for a living, and I guess I should move out of Arkansas, and she, like, goes to, like, auditions and stuff. Um, and she just seemed so, like, more sad as it went on. It was very weird to me. Uh, Why do you think she got more sad? Um, because she wasn't succeeding, and then she, she but then she did kind of succeed. She ended up joining. Oh God, the lady who's like, I run a troop of mermaids, and oh my God, she was intolerable. Um, Number listen, one rule is no dead mermaids, yes. and then the the girl gets hypothermia. Gets hypothermia, yeah, and then she's like, you have hypothermia, get out of the pool, and like, Jesus, and Christ. she's like, yeah, yeah, because like, she can't get it because she's got yeah, hypothermia. She's got hypothermia, and yeah, um, and then the way that. Um, crazy narcissist lady who runs a mermaid troop was like talking to her about I'm trying to take care of you hypothermia and mm -hmm. she's like yes <sighs> yeah oh yeah like like you can tell um, from everyone's reactions to it and what she's trying to not say constantly she's trying to hold it back you can tell what she is yeah 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 and then also um the mer Taylor he was a real piece of shit too the guy who's like I'm the yeah, most yeah. successful mermaid tail maker in America and I'm going to buy like a restaurant and make it into a mermaid uh, performance place in Florida and it spent he said he spent like a quarter of a million dollars to put this little tank in mm -hmm. and the whole time we're watching this like he was insufferable just from like well, why was he a piece of shit stuff, though but, I don't remember um, that well I just found him insufferable like the way that um, like when so they're interviewing people including our sad girl who um, to be to work there full time as mermaid swimmers. Um, and that's the only thing they do there. It's not a bar, it's not a restaurant. You come in and just sit down in like a little theater and watch some people like spin around in the water with a mermaid tail on. Um, like that, like with your legs. <laughs> like that, girl. Um, but do you remember, what did he say when, when they were interviewing and he's like, if you start to freak out in the water, you will be asked to leave and you will not get a job. Like, this, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll... Yeah, it, You're yeah very that's important. right. Yeah. We get it. I remember yeah. that, yeah. It wasn't yeah. just like... Yeah, if you fuck up your audition, you won't just fuck up your audition, you'll be asked to leave. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that idea yeah. of, like, Ron Howard sitting behind the casting desk coming in and people <laughs> being like, ba 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 and Ron Howard going, that was really good, but I don't think you're going to make it. Get out now. You must leave the property immediately. Release right the now. dogs. I, you know, yeah, you didn't, that's what I was going to do if I didn't get the job. Just leave. I wasn't going to hang out. Oh, wait a minute, do you want to audition for part three? <laughs> yeah. Um... And yeah, yeah then, that, it was it was weirdly hostile. Very hostile. Very the thing that kept like that kept me watching. I think it was like four parts. Um, and what kept me watching personally was just, um, just how like these people take this so seriously. Like lady that has a mermaid troupe, she spends plenty of time explaining to you that she is the best in the business. And then like 20 minutes later, she's like, only about 50 people in America actually do this full time for a living. That yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. And like same with Mer Taylor talking like, just these people who seem to think really highly of themselves for- when they're in a very small When niche. they're in like a teeny tiny 
niche, yeah, exactly, and that yeah. was just fascinating to me. Like, we start off with, like, thousands of people wanting to be mermaids at, was it, Wiki, Wiki Wacky, or... Uh, uh, Wiki, Wiki, Wiki something in Florida. Like a 70s sort of water park, which yeah. had people pretending to be mermaids, that's mm -hmm. where a lot of these people seemed to get their inspiration from. Yeah. Uh, and made out like thousands of people, you know, there's one mermaid spot for thousands of people and then they do an audition and it's, there's like, there's like 30 and it's people yeah. who are like, like clearly fucking not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, like 400 pound lady. Yeah. Which, like, bless no, her, but yeah. you can't. No one's saying you can't be a mermaid. Do you know what you can't be? You can't be an underwater acrobat. Um, yeah. I mean, if you can't pull yourself out of the pool, that's a pretty bad sign. Did you not you know, know you can pull yourself out of the pool before you came? Yeah, like a lot of these people seemed like they were like um, people like on Instagram and stuff who yeah. take pictures of themselves. Which is fine, but which is then totally don't, cool. Don't, that's your hobby, yeah. I but... mean, it's weird. No, it's actually, actually, no, it's not fine. It's gross. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, not hurting anybody who cares. But just the, um, the kind of like, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? It was soaked in sadness. You know, did you feel that way? Or is yeah, it just me? A narcissistic delusion, people are looking yeah. for, for meaning when there is none and they just need to accept their own misery. Yeah. As, like, that, there's nothing wrong with you. This is the state of humanity. Yeah. This is how people feel. People feel lost. Be be people are looking for meaning all the time. Yeah, place Doesn't to mean become and... a fucking mermaid. Yeah. Get a grip. Um, but do you know what kind of made it, like, almost worth it? Because. I think we both predicted it, that um, Mer Taylor, once he opened his mermaid um, aquarium... Uh, no one he was, went. Yeah, he was like, um, was it like a hot, we're gonna have a big Halloween bash. It's gonna be massive, and they're putting up all these decorations, doing all this stuff, and then like 10 people show up. I think it was like, like 15. Like, how much did you charge for this? Because you've told us that you're like half a million dollars in debt from this place. Uh, I mean, this just does not seem like a good idea to me. You know. Why don't you look it up? Why don't you find out what happened to him? Yeah, what or shall I? Why don't you? Because you're better at dealing with your cracked phone than me. You, you're cracked, friend. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, keep on talking then. Yeah. Keep on entertaining um, the people. Yeah. So, uh, like, like ten, fifteen people show up, something like that, and um, and then the actual like show is like someone's wearing a mermaid costume and they just kind of like turn over in the water. And the audience is just like, you know, like, oh my god, maybe this... I mean, what I know is that this idea of, like, mermaid entertainers, I've seen that before. Uh, I think it's something that's especially popular, like, Florida, maybe they might even have them in, like, Las Vegas. But it's always, like, at, like, a bar or a nightclub or a restaurant where you're doing something else, and it's just, like, there's an aquarium and, like, someone dressed as a mermaid is swimming around, like, entertainment for something else. She's really flat. Flapping around. She's really flapping around. Yeah, they didn't go to see, in that example, they didn't go to see that, did they? It was, yeah, the, yeah, there are places like that, yeah, but it's like, it's like a club, you know, you're eating, you're drinking, you're talking to people, you're not sitting at a, on a bench watching someone just like twirl in the water in like the most unimpressive way, you know, um, and paying money for that apparently, for just that. It just seemed like a bad business decision, but I don't know, maybe, maybe he's... Loaded now. And stormed the Eiffel Tower. Any word? <laughs> Just smile. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, he, he's been warned by Lady Gaga, apparently. Hmm. Okay. 
Uh, he reports that uh, his performances have since grown grown in popularity. Okay, so like fifty dollars on a show instead of thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You know, it just it. Um, it's you very see, strange. Are you saying really that the idea is fine, but make it like uh, medieval times where people are eating dinner? Yeah, you're eating, and there's like. Yeah, and plus Medieval Times has like an actual show. It's not just someone in a suit of armor just walking around, you know. Like they're they're like jousting, you know. And uh, so what it should be? It's like it should, theatrical should production. A, like a huge, like multi-million dollar mega tank, where it's all connected. Like there's tubes everywhere for people to swim, mm -hmm. and it should be like the whole show is that like, what do you want? And it better be eel. Okay, I'll have the eel. And then you watch them, like, trident and eel. Something. And this I eel whip them. Yeah. And... yeah, I mean, I remember the bit where they were going into the tank in, like, Las Vegas, the one where the girl got hypothermia, and the uh, boss mermaid lady is like, don't touch the puffer fish. He bites. Yeah. Like, somebody called Osha? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Did she? <laughs> don't touch the puffer I mean, aren't fish. Aren't those poisonous? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, just um, bananas. I mean... It, when we were watching it, I think it's on Netflix, um, because when we first put Surely. it on, I, I was like, okay, I think that what they're trying to do here is, like, have another, like, kind of Tiger King thing, where it's like, look at the subculture of these wacky people who are really into this, like, super specific thing. But mm. then there's no murder in this, or, yeah. you know. Yeah, as kind of, time as or... the, the negative vibes we got from that lady, she was not. You know, transporting baby tigers across state lines or anything. No, she, she didn't have a harem. She's just really into herself. Yeah, you know, she just she was annoying. Basically, is my complaint. Find <laughs> better weirdos. Which brings us to basement murder basements. Oh yeah, uh, I wasn't planning on talking about that. What was that? that? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to mention it briefly. Uh, it's there's three parts out right now. Maybe it'll be four on Sunday. I think it's every Sunday. Yeah. Uh, a series about. Uh, People who get murdered in a basement, mm -hmm. and then, you know, the investigation. Yeah. Uh, uh, each episode is a different murder. Uh, so we, we're going to reach the point soon where every murder has a documentary about it. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to the documentaries, you know, because they already really exist, like 48 hours and stuff. I remember mm -hmm. watching that, and that literally is. Uh, someone was shot on a street corner. Um, we, we know who it is. We're, we're going to go over and interview them, and then, like, two cops interviewing them really quickly, because that's what they do every day, and busting this guy's alibi, mm -hmm. and going, well, I, maybe I did shoot at him, but I didn't mean to kill him. Okay, well, what did you mean to do? Okay, you're under arrest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, all the stuff we saw in there was, like, there was a murder, and it was kind of obvious. Yeah, it'd be like, um, yeah, this uh, lady, we found her murdered in her basement, and um, people say that her boyfriend was abusive. And really and, weird. And really weird, and we interviewed him, and he was really weird, and then it turns out he did kill her. Yeah, so what we did, really? we, we went over to his house, right, and we found all this weird shit, and I was like, I bet it is him. And then it was. And then it was. That was that, was that show. Which yeah. is most murders. Yeah, I mean, which is fine, you know, I'm not trying to, like, or, like, minimize people dealing with violence and awful stuff like that, but just, like... As like a true crimey kind of show. No, I, I am saying know. that. I'm saying your murder wasn't fun enough. <laughs> yeah, like, your I, murder if you want a documentary, enough. you've got to get murdered <coughs> where it looks like maybe an owl attacked you. Mm -hmm. uh, no one found your body for ages. 
your body was placed in a weird way but not molested. Mm -hmm. Interesting stuff like that, please. Not just... Yeah, well, I mean, we've watched loads of true crime stuff, but like that is the, the ones that are interesting. Like The yeah. staircase is interesting because... You that, don't know. You don't know, and that's a fucking weird story. And yeah, the way she died is very strange. And, you know, like it does go on a bit too long, but... Like, that is interesting, you know, there is, like, a, a sort of mystery there. Um, or, like, I don't know, I'm trying to get some other good examples. Um, Who would you cast as, um, what's his name, Murder? Oh, God. In the... Um, uh, a, um, mop standing upright. I, if you'd been still alive, I'd have said Philip Seymour Hoffman. Would yeah, actually, great. that would be a good one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you were alive, yeah. Yeah. I mean, surely they're going to make movies about the murder murders. Murder. The murder murders. The murder murders. Yeah, surely. Yeah, surely. And that, that story is interesting because it's, you know, there's like the, the long-term story of like multiple people dying related to this family and, you know, and then him going to prison and there's all this weird shit involved, you know. I mean, that's kind of what, you know is interesting about those cases is just like the uniqueness of it and like his family being in charge of like the legal system and you know, in low country. And... How did we get onto that? Sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. We watched three episodes of, I can't remember what it was called. People basement get, murder. Pe people get murdered in a basement. Uh, and it was very boring. Um, <laughs> you know, um, it reminds me of, uh, oh God, what's his name? Um, you know, the guy who plays Mark in Peep Show. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's his name? Sorry. I can't remember his name, but, but I know you're talking about it. Yeah, um, I remember him talking about, like, he he did, he never liked the name Peep Show. Mm -hmm. He said, I wish that shows were, uh, like, called something where you could tell what the show is about. Mm -hmm. Like, this show should be called The Two Men. Yeah, that's about right, yeah. That's like every show, yeah. The Two yeah. Men. Yeah. Two and a half men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we hated that. Breaking Bad is just meth. <laughs> yeah. Meth, yeah. Meth scientist. Anything else to say about basement murders or more people? Or no. Again, yeah. I like the, you know, the titles. They help me understand what they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Murk People help me understand definitely what yeah. this is going to be about. It's Murk exactly people. what I would expect from that title. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? Um... Got anything to say about Twitter changing its name to X? What a great idea. What a great idea. Brilliant idea. We should also, uh, we'll put a new sign on the building and we um, we won't follow, um, you know, like local regulations about putting signs up and then we'll blast light into people's houses in the middle of the night. And I, You know, I think if you're going to have uh, a company name that is a single letter, the building HQ should be that letter. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, like Apple HQ. It should be in the shape of an apple. It is actually in the shape of an enormous apple. Is it? Yeah. It's like 3,000 feet tall. Okay. In the shape of a massive apple. I did not know that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And Google is actually in the shape of... It's actually... You can read it from space. It just says Google. It's very hard to navigate because all the corridors are curvy. Right. Apart from the L. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Elon Musk is definitely. He should not, have been the next, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's not going to buy a new building. They can't afford the one they're in now. It's a tiny little building as well. Yeah, is it? No, it doesn't look it's super just, big. It's like, just, just an office building. I mean, how much space do you need? Yeah. 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 You know, I often thought that about like when you read about like uh, 
Meta is opening a new campus for 25,000 people. What are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing that needs... All that space? Yeah. Is it people, like, in the background going, like, ch 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 You know, or is it all, uh, bloat? Yeah, I wonder, I mean... What do I think about him changing the name to X? Um... <laughs> I do like me a bit of chaos, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like someone's wabbajacked him. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> the it? The wabbajack, yeah. 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 Next week, Twitter is now called Goat. <laughs> Sheep Goat. Goat. Yeah. Twitter is now called Goat Simulator. Elon threatens to sue maker of Goat Simulator game. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm at this point convinced that his ideas are like all on like a like a dartboard. Yeah. This is what we're doing next. And do you think it's a Twitter executive like moving the dartboard, like trying to like there's a bit bit called moderation or something, and he's trying to constantly get it, but it it's keeps like, it's like Trump staff keeps going into like evacuate like, and stuff. Yeah, trying to like just don't don't show him that, don't show him those papers. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I, um. Yeah. What is his deal? He strikes me as the kind of person who like doesn't get enough sleep and is constantly like waking up in the middle of the night, like I have an idea. Institute this right now, or you're all fired. <laughs> yeah. I've seen lots of people say, like, he's having a midlife crisis. Like, he's not going to live to 110. Yeah. I hate that, that, the whole, like, midlife crisis thing. Like, no, that dude over there who's got his leather clothes on, leather clothes, he's got his leather pants on, mm -hmm. that's not a midlife crisis. That guy's 50. That guy's yeah. going to be dead in 25 years. Yeah. I can, I can tell you yeah. he is not going to be an old man. Yeah. Like, that's not a midlife crisis. That's an end-of-life crisis. That's the crisis you go into when you realise, oh, my body is failing me and I'm imminently going to die. And it's natural, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All going the same Just place. do the right yeah. thing and dig your own grave and just when you feel it, just, just pull the <laughs> concrete slab over yourself and have a nice sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking to Elon Musk, just, just anyone who feels, oh, I think I'm going to die. Do the right thing and get yourself in a plastic bag. So the paramedics don't have to clean up much. Just be ready, yeah. You're going to shit yourself when you die, probably. Mm. Aren't you? You do do that, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. If you hang yourself... Well, I mean, people do. You come when you die. Right? Did you know that? Do you? When a man hangs himself, the last thing that happens is he gets... Through strangulation, mm -hmm. not through snapping his neck, the last thing that happens is he gets a death erection and ejaculates. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. No. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know. And I, I remember reading about some people who'd tried to hang themselves and not, not succeeded. And there was a, a mixture of people saying it felt really good mm -hmm. to people saying it was agony. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's no escape even there, is there? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah you roll the dice, you make your choice. <laughs> Whatever you win. Yeah. Whatever. Please don't kill yourself. Yeah, please don't. Um, yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to say about that? I don't really have a lot to say, just like, <laughs> what are you doing, Musk? No, I don't. Whatever, whatever, yeah. Good show. I love that nobody, like, people refuse to call it X now. Like, no, I'm fucking doing it. It's not, not zeding anybody. Not even a refuse, if I said to, I don't know, your mum, blah, 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 X, she wouldn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. She knows what Twitter is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's funny, but doesn't he just like 
Hasn't even trying to call stuff X for like years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's his kid's name? Like X O one five seven nine. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Meh. Um, did you want to tell us about colonizing Venus? Oh, the uh, the surviving owner. I think he just has an interest stake of uh, the company that put that submersible down to the Titanic and didn't bring it back up. Uh, he's been talking recently about wanting to colonize Venus by something like 2050. Mm -hmm. um, and he was asked a number of questions, I think by Business Insider. Sorry, this is like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and he basically said that you could do it there's a part of Venus in like a lower valley where it's not 450 degrees Celsius. It's only like 300. So you could build something for people to live in. And uh, he's done the calculations and maybe that's an extrapolation. Uh, he reckons that if there was a worldwide effort, we could live on Venus. Mm -hmm. But why? Yeah. You know, you know, Rapture, the city in Bioshock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, seriously, if there was a worldwide effort, we could make that. We could make a rapture. Right now. We could, yeah. If there was a world, like if, if every nation in the world or every big one was like, nothing matters more than this. Right. And then we make it and then we have to constantly supply it with food mm -hmm. and water and people. Yeah. But why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. But why? Why do you want to live on Venus? Um, I don't think that he does want to live on Venus. I think, I don't think Elon Musk wants to live on Mars. Uh, no. I think that they want to stay here and send other people to colonize these places and send back precious minerals or whatever that we have here on Earth. Or it's just all marketing bullshit. Like, yeah, you know. I think that's it. You know, like, the, we can do amazing things. Like, I am a, I am a visionary. It, like I'm a visionary it, genius. Let's <laughs> move to Pluto. Pluto. As well. Fucking Pluto. why not? It may as well be Pluto. Well, if you, if there's precious minerals and stuff, you just send a big robot, don't you? Yeah, I mean... Why, you know, why do you yeah. need a person? Um, but, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I agree. I, uh, it's not really about that, is it? It's just, it's just progress. It's just bullshit. We could live on Mars. I have an idea of how to live on Mars. Yeah, all right. Just nonsense. Yeah. yeah just bullshit. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are like... I would want to be the first one to colonize Mars. That sounds like so much fun. But uh, well, you know, just be prepared for you know the uh, your body not working anymore, and you know what I mean. Like, what are you going to do about the gravity problem? And um, we'll, no, we'll no, be in big no spinning sun, discs. No sunlight. We'll have and, artificial gra gravity, yeah. and we'll have artificial sunlight. It'll be great. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that yeah, like one day, two hundred years, there will be people living on Venus. And Mars, and there'll be scientific staff, and they will live there in the same way people live in, on Antarctica right now, mm -hmm. where you don't live there, you've not colonized it, you just stay there for a bit. Research, yeah, and stuff like that. And yeah. you come back and people are like, what was it like? And you go, it was cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about, you know, I mean, it sounds good, yeah, it's cool. Although Research, even then, I mean, if you've out. got a robot to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, just send a robot, you know. Um, yeah. You know, if the whole world banded together, mm. we could make me a Subnautica habitat gun. So I can go in the ocean and make water out of bladderfish. And um, What does the gun do? 
Uh, the habitat gun just uh, oh builds a habitat. Yeah, if I have steel in a bag in my in my backpack, it'll build a, a habitat for me. And oh, but when you say when the whole world bands together, you mean it's just to give that effect. So you like do something, and like a load of people <laughs> represented by the it. entire world. Like there's an Indian man, there's an Iranian man, there's a German man, and they're all just running in with yeah. steel. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just why, why, why. What's next? Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, we did write down Andrew Tate, but I don't actually have anything to say. I think I, I think I wanted to say one thing about him, but I mentioned it when we were talking about Shapiro. What did you want to say about him? I can't even remember now. Is he that's, a top G? That's how much I care. <laughs> He's a top G. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, well, I suppose quickly before I go, I mentioned uh, a while back that I was playing X4 Foundations. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been playing it more, and just to say that I got it wrong when I said that there wasn't a time skip thing, you know, where you can fast forward time and um, there's more, way more story element than I realised. I, I said I liked it before, but I, I think I said it doesn't have those things and now I've discovered it has. And it, it really helps yeah. as well, especially the time thing. Yeah. How many hours do you have in it now? You've been playing plenty of it. I mean, Like, 300. Sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah. Something like that. How, how does that make sense? 300. Well, I mean, that's not counting times where it's like you pause the game and take the dog out for half an hour. And oh, yeah, before the, before the time thing, uh, it was the 4th of July. I remember keeping it on. Oh, and yeah. And going out and coming back. Yeah, then we went to watch fireworks. So it could mine for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. yeah. So, and now I've mind. discovered the time thing, I feel like a total idiot. Mm -hmm. But just the way I, I like playing games where if I don't understand something or can't work out what to do, I like not looking up the solution. Mm -hmm. And get it, I'd much prefer to get it wrong, and then on a second playthrough, be like, oh, what a fool. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, because uh, I've done so many things where I got stuck before, and then looked it up and kind of ruined things. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Um, I'd much prefer to do it wrong and then find out I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, I also, depending on the type of game, mm. um, I'm not a big fan of like looking stuff up. Especially on like a first playthrough, do you know what I mean? Like anything. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'll have to go back to Subnautica Below Zero soon. The last time I played, I got stuck in, like, one of the deep underground... When you had to go in the Shut up. <laughs> in one of the, like, deep underground, like, areas where I, like, got down there, and like, mm, I'm fine, but then, like, man, like, where the fuck am I? How do I get out of here? I don't know where to go anymore. Just, nah, screw this. I guess I'll look it up at some point. I can't remember. I just, like, felt like I was in this little area where, like, I kept going back and forth. And like could not find the exit, and it was annoying. No, that is annoying. Because the the first one, like, fucking loved. That's like one of my top five favorite games for sure. And I never felt that way in terms of getting lost in that one. It's it's very um, in a lot of ways it's very linear because you have multiple entrances to like like the like Lost River Zone or whatever mm. it's called, and then down to I can't remember what they're called anymore, like Volcano Zone or whatever. There's oh, only I, there's only certain ways in and out. I got lost you know? all the time. Really? Yeah. See, I hardly ever got lost in the first one. Yeah, there was a bit I remember getting down to one of quite a deep cave just by accident and not realizing it had another bit. Mm -hmm. And then later on realizing I had to go back down to a cave, I didn't realize that was the cave I'd already been in. Mm -hmm. So searching forever for another cave because yeah. I thought that one was a dead end. Yeah, right. But, you know. That's yeah. kind of part of it. Yeah, there's the like exploration and stuff, yeah. With the uh, X4, when I finally did look up stuff, loads of people were referring to that fucking maze level. 
I was like, oh, I, don't, I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. And I knew exactly when I had done it, because you're in a maze, floating around. It's really simple maze, mm -hmm. but it all looks the same. And it, because you're, you're in zero space, you can obviously turn. So it's not just like everything, oh, is it left or is it right? It's also, is it up or down mm -hmm. as well? And mm -hmm. it gets like, it's effective as a level, but oh man, don't, don't put levels like that in your game, please. You're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it was okay, but I can yeah. understand why people are like, I hate that level. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Sewer levels. Still can't think of one. It's good. Anybody? What's a comment? What a sewer level that doesn't suck ass. The, the, there were good bits in the. I think it was Blood Money, Hitman. Hmm. There were good bits a couple of times where you are in the sewers in one of those levels. Like hmm. I remember, there's a level with a hotel, but it's not a sewer level. It's just part of. Yeah, the level. if you just happen to go into the sewer for a bit, like I mean, Fallout Four, there's stuff like that. Like you're in a yeah. little sewer area, but then. That's it's part of, of that, something. Yeah. There's loads of that, but it's not a sewer level. Yeah, where it's like you're gonna be down here for the next like three hours, and the only enemies are big rats. That's it. Like or oh, zombies you can't see, Dead Island. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah big rats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I liked. I I don't mind the sewer stuff in Skyrim. Going down to what's it? The Ragged Flagon. Oh yeah, well again, there's not like a ton of it. Like that's a very short sequence yeah. leading into the, ra the um, Ragged Flagon. You know? And then once you've been through, right, right. there's a faster way back out. So it's not like repetitive either. It's you know, just not that sh long, you know what I mean? So is everyone who goes to the Ragged Flagon, are they all like walking down the sewers to get there every time? Is it like the episode of Bar Rescue where they're... Like mm -hmm. driving down a road and then driving down another road and then like driving across a field and like where the fuck is this bar? And then suddenly it's just there. Like, <laughs> In the middle of a cornfield with no yeah. road to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the, I just assume that everybody after going there for the first time is yeah, given the, the secret entrance through the um, grave in town in, Rif in Rifton. When does? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Shapiro, Shapiro. Shapiro, Shapiro. Alright. His hips don't lie. <laughs> nah, I don't really have anything else to talk about right now. Anything? Yeah. Cool. Alright. Good luck, Mr. Michael Douglas. Good luck. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>